Hello, everybody. Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. It is my joy to speak with you yet again. Another episode. We're over 100 episodes now of Awaken Podcast. We stream on the charismapodcastnetwork.com. You could also find us on the Charisma Plus app. Lots of free articles and content as well as our show. You could also go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Audible, pretty much anywhere that podcasts are listened to. Um, I speak with amazing people from around the world that have a heart for revival, that are teachers of the word, prophetic people who have a message for this time and this hour. I also come on, I break down the word of God. If you are new to the show, there's a new show every Monday and Thursday streaming through the Charisma Podcast Network. And um, for those of you who are familiar that are always listening and tuning in, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast, for sharing this with your friends, family, for spreading the word, heard amazing testimonies coming from the show. People tell me how they've been blessed and using it in their Bible studies, their churches, etc. And so thank you so much for being a faithful listener and spreading the word about the show. It's a blessing. And so I want to get into my show today. It is an interview um, with James Gall. He is the founder of God Encounters Ministries, a ministry to the nations. He has ministered in over 50 nations. He's the author of over 40 books and is a voice for the God Encounters Today podcast. He is a life language communications coach. He's a recording artist. He's a consultant to many leaders, a spiritual father to many leaders in the body of Christ. He has uh, four wonderful children with a growing number of grandchildren, and he makes his home in Tennessee. James, thank you for uh, joining me today. It's good to be with you again. You're really a great communicator. I know your audience already knows that, but I just want to put my little uh, (laughs) stamp of approval in on that because I really do believe that you are one of the, I'm going to refer to it as next-gen champions that God's got his hands on. Wow, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. I love the Lord with all of my heart, and I just want this to be a voice so people could be awakened, so they could know him better every single day. And so I appreciate that. Coming from you, that's that's definitely an encouragement. Thank you. And so for those who are listening to the podcast that may, um, some people may be familiar with your ministry. Um, I know you've been a prophetic voice, you know, you've authored so many books. Um, you're a musician, you know, you're multifaceted in many ways. And so how did you first come to know the Lord and, and maybe even like, um, how long you've been, you've been in ministry doing what you do? Yeah. So my whole testimonial background is very different from most people because I do not know a BC before Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was dedicated uh, to the Lord, you know, before I was uh, actually ever born. And so my mother had a miscarriage, a little boy. Uh, and so now you're going to find out how old I am. So I'm close <laughs> to the ancient of days. All right. <laughs> so my mom had a miscarriage of a little boy all the way back to July 3rd, uh, 1951. And she said, Lord, if you'll give me another son, I'll dedicate him to Christ's service. God heard her prayer. And then I was born exactly one year later to the very date, July 3rd, 1952. And Jesus has literally been my best friend every day of my conscious awareness. My mother's name was actually Elizabeth, by the way, which is consecrated one. And so I come from... Uh, She was a prayer warrior. So I come from kind of a prayer consecrated background. And literally, Jesus is all I've ever known. And my testimony would be one more of the keeping grace Mm. of 
God. Mm. I love that. I love that because it gives us hope for our children. It gives us hope for the next generation. That yeah. you know, for me, I got saved from a from a wild background, and I encountered right. the Lord Jesus yeah. at nineteen years old. But I love hearing stories of people yeah. that have been consecrated from birth encountering yeah. Jesus at a young age and loving Him and yeah. faithfully serving Him for years and years and years. That is that's awesome. Yeah. I, I love that. And yeah. so, and you've been in prophetic ministry for for how long now? Have you been in prophetic ministry? I know you've been a voice in the church for a while for for many years. Yeah, so faithfully. Well. When I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, all the way back at the height of the Jesus People's Movement in 1972, Mm. I started prophesying. That was the first gift of the Holy Spirit that manifested was prophecy and Mm. visions. So that started in 1972, and I leapfrogged into full-time vocational ministry all the way back in 1974. So I have been prophesying for, uh, let's see, uh, how long is that? So anyway, so around 48 years. Yeah. And you've been teaching people longer how to than, longer, than, longer than you are old. <laughs> You're right about that. You're right about that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and you've been teaching people how to activate the gifts of God. You wrote an amazing book called The Seer, How mm-hmm. to Practice the Presence yeah. of God. You've written so many mm-hmm. books, and as of late, a book entitled The Feeler, yeah. Discovering How right. Sensitivity Helps You Discern and Act on God's Voice. And so, The Feeler, this is something that I've, you know, yeah. I, I, I know deeply, and it's something that I feel is very important for the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. But when people hear The Feeler, when people hear I'm a feeler, yeah. I'm not a feeler. I'm a seer, and all these all these different things. How could we yeah. define? How could we define feeler to start this out? Well, again, as you mentioned, the seer, something that I think that I have a calling in is to help develop terminology and build bridges to carry cargo of biblical truth with experiential understanding. Mm. So that people can then begin to understand who they are, how this works, so that then they can see how, you know, the Holy Spirit really works in their lives and to equip and train others. So I'm a bit of a wordsmith. So it's 15 years ago that I wrote The Seer. And it pioneered not the gift, it pioneered the language, and it developed a trailblazing understanding that has helped people move forward in a lot better, safe way. That's what I'm doing again. I'm pioneering biblical depth of understanding for what is this thing about our emotions. See, I call it The Feeler. It's really a follow-up book to my book, The Discerner. And now I'm taking, because you see, Hebrews 5.14. Solid food is for the mature, who, because of practice, have Mm. their senses trained to discern good and evil. And we have our five senses. We have our sight, we have our hearing. And one of the other primary senses is touch, feeling, our emotions. Mm -hmm. And I'm just trying to help people understand that God is an emotive God. 
And we are made in the image and likeness of God. And a lot of people who are very emotive or feelers, people walk on eggshells around them because they're not whole. They're fractured. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to help people how they can get made whole, that this is a tool of God, how they can redeem this, and that God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit living in us, he's not fractured, he's whole. And now he wants to move in us, and it's something called compassion, discovering how sensitivity, because something that's really amazing is that not only are we to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit's nature is that he is sensitive. Mm. So this is about the feeler, which is one of the senses. Sight, hearing, feeling is one of the senses that we are to train. And I find that intercessors are often feeler, emotive, oriented. It's called burden bearers. Mm-hmm. Many prophetic people, they feel atmospheres. They sense things in a room. Yep. So I'm trying, and it's not just prophets and intercessors. It's actually, you know, in the, in the whole third wave movement, we learned this. You give expression to the impression. Well, we also, how do we pick up these revelatory things? One of the primary ways is we don't only see it. We also feel it. But I'm trying to help us to get whole in our emotions so that then we're experiencing out of the emotions in union with our emotions, God's emotions, and then we move in the compassion of Jesus. Yeah. Amen. I think a lot of people... They don't understand the emotions of God. Like you're saying, God is an emotional being. We're created in in his image Mm -hmm. and likeness. You know, I know growing up, growing up influenced by Catholicism, I'm used to seeing, you know, I was used to seeing pictures of Jesus, very somber, almost emotionless, you know, very serious all the time. And we don't realize Mm -hmm. that joy and peace and excitement and celebration and all these different emotions come from the heart of God. And, you know, I think that I love that you touched on wholeness here. Because yeah. you know, inner healing is huge, I feel like, you know, um, a lot of people, yeah. God made them emotional for a reason. But like you said, they, right. you know, they, they, you know, they need to experience wholeness. Do you feel like inner healing goes hand in hand with this when people have this gift? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But that I'm trying to ground us, help heal us, and yet empower us. And so, you know, Mm -hmm. there are so many people who actually get this, Mm -hmm. and they've been waiting for years for someone to come along. Now, I'm going to flip this a little bit and help validate, oh, you mean when sometimes I come under this burden and I feel it, that that could also be Holy Spirit activity? And the answer is yes. But one of the things we've got to do, we've got to clean our filters. We've got to get rid of our prejudices. We've yeah. got to get our 
fractures healed, and we've got to learn how to discern the difference between my emotions and the spiritual atmospheres in the room. <laughs> and I have a whole chapter in here on discerning atmospheres. Or how about, like, um, wow, or like, you know, sometimes we deal with this in the gifts of the Spirit, and we do better on connecting the word of knowledge, the empathetic word of knowledge, to gifts of healing. But what about connecting it to gifts of discerning of Spirit? That's right. Mm -hmm. And someone feels, see, we're, we're oriented to feeling the pain, but feeling the pain is oriented towards a gift of healing for physical pain. Oh, well, that's not my pain. There's somebody here, and they need healed in their left shoulder. Well, how did they get, hey, buddy, hey, uh, Mr. Lombardo here, okay? So <laughs> how does that work, see, you yeah. know? Yeah. Because someone fails temporarily a pain, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. But they felt the pain. But whose pain was it? Yeah. It wasn't their pain. Mm -hmm. It was someone else's pain. Mm -hmm. And they had to discern that, didn't mm -hmm. they? Yeah, they did. Mm -hmm. And God allowed them to feel something temporarily. Well, it's the same way with another gift of the Spirit. And so I, I talk about this in a chapter on the gifts of the Spirit, and I take every one of those nine gifts of the Spirit, and then I will compare an emotion to a gift and how it might work. And so like discerning the Spirit. You might feel a pain behind your eye, and you have to go, oh, well, is that my headache? And you go, no. Oh, well, that's not my headache. Well, where did this headache come from? Why am I experiencing it? <laughs> and then you have to realize, and as a feeler person operating in the gifts of the Spirit, oh, maybe this isn't my pain. It's actually not. What's the origin of this? Oh, pain against the eye. Oh, maybe this is some force I'm detecting that's trying to come against the seer realm of the prophetic. Mm. Oh, you ask questions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you go, oh, could this be, then like say discerning atmospheres, could this be an external force of like witchcraft that I'm discerning that's coming against the seer dimension of the prophetic? See, these, these are lessons that you learn. And this is all part of the school that I learned by growing up in that sense with the seer prophets, mm -hmm. like with Bob Jones. And others, and prophetic intercessors. So I'm weaving in here a lot of lessons I learned through many years of practicing. Yeah. And so, anyway, 
Yeah, there's a whole lot in here. Oh, oh yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And I and I've been around, you know, my, myself. I operate in the, yeah. you know, it's it's a natural, right. more natural gift for me in terms of the prophetic and discerning of spirits. But there's something I've gotten a yeah. lot of healing in in my life and wholeness. Right in in my mind, yeah. when I'm experiencing something or sense something in the atmosphere, I could rise above that. I've been on the mission field and I've been right. in very dark places with people and you know yeah. people that you know are seers and feelers and you know operate in the gifts yeah. of the Holy Spirit. And I've seen people get really bogged down when we go into a place That's like Cambodia. Right. We go to a place like Cambodia where there is oh, yeah. child Cambodia a lot. Oh yeah, child yeah. trafficking and idols on yeah. every corner, and people almost yeah. um, people almost feel defeated because they're coming bogged down yeah. or they're overwhelmed by the spiritual atmosphere. When other people who are feelers, they might sense the same thing, but they say, "No, this is the atmosphere. This is where we are. We're going to meditate on Christ. We're going to bring the opposite yeah. atmosphere, the op- opposite spirit." Yes. Mm-hmm. And then they don't know, and then they allow themselves to come under it instead of arising above it That's in right. worship. Mm-hmm. And so, and then on the intercessory side, as a, now I'm going to use the term, or intercessor, a burden bearer, one of the things that people do is that they carry it too long. So we pick up a burden, we discern something very genuine in the Lord. We pick something up. Oh, it's a burden perhaps for abortion, okay? And we pick that up. Go, oh, whoa, the Lord's called me to stand in the gap. And Mm -hmm. it's a burden. And see, even in Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem, What did he write on? One translation, and out of the book of Isaiah, the prophecy is he rode on the beast of burden. Mm. Well, the Holy Spirit lands on us, and we become burden bearers. Galatians chapter 6 says that we're to bear one another's burdens and thus fulfill the law of Christ. So we become the burden bearers, the beast of burdens that the Holy Spirit lands on, and we get to carry, in that sense, Jesus to his next appointment. And so in that way, the Holy Spirit lands on us, okay? So let's say it's a burden maybe for um, the abortion issue, perhaps, Mm -hmm. and he lands on us. But the problem is, too many people, okay, and so he lands on us, we pick it up, we carry it. Well, what are we supposed to do with it? Carry it forever? Some mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And they don't realize that what they're supposed to do is carry that burden for a while to a distance at and offload it to the throne of God. Yes. Because his burden is easy and his yoke is light. And we're to offload it to the throne of God because we've got to see it more like a relay race. Yeah. Not as that we are the one who is supposed to birth it, the victory, or whatever, the entire, the completion of the entire thing. And so some of these wonderful prophetic intercessors, or just intercessors, sometimes carry the burden and carry the burden, and then they become heavy laden intercessors and they fulfill something that's more like I was sad when they said unto me 
mm-hmm. let us go to the house of the Lord instead of, <laughs> I was glad when he said unto me, why? Because they get heavy mm-hmm. and they need to learn to pick it up, carry it, and then let's do a child's movie right now, Frozen. Let it go. Yeah. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. Because we are supposed to only carry it for the allotment of grace that he gives us, and then we release it to the throne of grace, believing he has others assigned in the relay race to pick it up. Yeah, I'm so glad you're you're touching on that and teaching that because I've met, <laughs> I've met yeah. so many people yeah. that are just miserable. And, you know, they they claim to yeah. be you know they're you know they're feelers, they're intercessors, but they're yeah. bogged down, I, they're miserable, they're unhappy because mm-hmm. they they're not releasing the burden in faith. You know, the scripture says, "Whatever you do, do in faith. Whatever is not of faith is is, is sin." And so it's you know even yeah. in our in our in our partnering with the Lord. And our intercession, if God yeah. puts a burden on us, like you said, we must, you know, for a period of time, carry the burden, bring it to the right. Lord in prayer, partner with God in prayer, but release it to him and in faith, trust him for the results and don't feel the the, 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 the weight of the world on us to accomplish something. It's ultimately and he's believe. the accomplisher. Yes. And then believe. Mm-hmm. It's not just all up to you mm-hmm. and believe. I just want to tweak some understanding with people yes because i've been doing this for years and believe it's more like a relay race than it is a one person long long run race it's a relay race yes and whether you know who you're passing the baton off to isn't the issue it's that you have fulfilled your part of the leg of the race and you're passing the baton off, and you're really giving it to the throne of the Almighty, where there is grace. So I would ask the question, are you functioning in grace? And if you're not functioning in grace, please let it go, let it go, because that's where you will find help and mercy and grace in a time of need. Mm-hmm. But God bless all of you who carry burdens yes. and then yes. carry them and lift it up and let it go because that's what we are supposed to do. Yeah. And obviously people who want to grow in this thing, they, they can get a hold of resources like the feeler. Yeah. Uh, many books are right. about this, you know, about this subject. They can get around people who are teaching yeah. um, about this in, yeah. in, in a whole way. Well, what would you say to somebody who's like, yes, I'm a feeler. I'm always overwhelmed. I'm going through this, but God's speaking to me. I'm seeing visions. I'm, I feel things when I go into, you know, right. dark places. How could they start developing that sense like you're talking about? Yeah. Well, again, Solid food is for the mature. Who because of practice? Practice. So I'm not going to say to anybody that you're doing a bad job. I'm going to say, hey, there's more lessons to take. Yeah. There's more classes to take. And so let's continue on in our journey and let's uh, do it not alone. Mm-hmm. Let's do it with others. Yes. Community. Let's do it with others where two and three are gathered together. So, um, this feeler book 
And I'm, this book doesn't just only address birth bearing. It addresses your natural and your spiritual senses. It addresses how to respond to feelings. So this is a broad range of understanding for the everyday person, believer, as well as those desiring to grow, whether it's in the intercessory prayer or the prophetic dimensions. But, you know, there's chapters in here on wisdom for feelers. There's a couple of other resources I have, like the discerner, that would be very helpful. But another book that comes to my mind, besides the seer, would be Praying with God's Heart. Mm -hmm. So you can go to jamesgall.com or godencounters.com to be able to get any of these resources. And, of course, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever that they want to go to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you talk about in your book as well the fruits of the Spirit. And I love this. I love this because we get to experience the compassion of God, the love of God, the peace, the joy of the mm-hmm. Lord. And you talk about the fruits of the Spirit, how God's emotions flow through the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And I love that. When I began to realize yeah. when I experience supernatural compassion mm-hmm. or when I experience a joy that is unspeakable and full of glory or a peace that passes understanding, when I experience these amazing things, I'm actually experiencing yeah. the peace of Christ. He is in me and I am partaking of his peace, of his joy, of his compassion. It is his emotions on the inside of me yeah. because I am one mm-hmm. with him. I, I now get to partake of his emotions and so that was life-changing transformational for me because i began to experience intimacy with him in that like Mm -hmm. you're in me i am with you i am one with you i get to experience your emotions and so i'd love to share a little bit about that that aspect aspect of it as well okay you know one of my goals in this book was to emphasize that the fruit of the spirit is just as supernatural as the gifts of the Spirit are. And I don't think we've done a very good job in the charismatic third wave Pentecostal realms or whatever labels you want to put to it on emphasizing that. The evangelical, we've kind of divided this up overly too much. The evangelical um, and liturgical church, perhaps more on the fruit of the Spirit, and the charismatic, spirit-filled world on the gifts of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. So I am here to say, and I really attempted on this chapter on the fruit of the Spirit to say, walking in peace when there's a storm is supernatural. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Walking in patience when you're absolutely frustrated and worn thin, and it's possible. Is absolutely supernatural and it's available to every believer. That's right. So I believe that the fruit of the Spirit is just as supernatural to bear and to walk in it as the gifts of the Spirit. So I believe they're both supernatural and they're both available to every believer. And then one of my delights was to attempt to take another look at the fruit of the Spirit. And so I I, I actually go through all nine of the fruits. And so just consider this for a moment. And it was so fun unpacking this, the fruit. Mm -hmm. Every fruit has a different color. Huh, that's sight. Every fruit has a different aroma. That's smell. Talk about senses. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every fruit has a different taste. Oh, that's another sense. Every fruit has a different nutritional value to build up the body. Oh, that's good. Now listen to this one. Every fruit has a different touch. Really? A kiwi, a pineapple, a strawberry, a banana. They don't feel the same at all. The fruit of the spirit, the fruit in the natural, they are so diverse. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So I open up that chapter. I I would have loved to have done it even further. But I'm trying to take us on a walk, on a little journey. And I take us into like, like an orchard. And then I take us into a garden. And I'm imagining, oh, there's uh, an apple tree. Oh, but there's red apples. There's green apples. There's yellow apples. Oh, and over here, oh, there's a strawberry bed. Oh, there's blueberries. There's grapes. Oh, there's all kinds of colors of grapes. You see, and in the fruit of the spirit, the fruit is so luscious. And it's so diverse, and it actually touches fruit every one of our senses. And I just think that that is so lovely of God to express fruit in the natural in such a manner. And I think that we need to lift up the fruit of the Spirit in a spiritual way, because that's how lovely the fruit of the Spirit is. Yeah, I've never heard it said like that before. That's beautiful. And um, I think in this hour, in this time, you know, it's amazing. You know, when when the world, you know, when unbelievers hear about miracles, you mm-hmm. know, signs and wonders, yeah. um, it, it can definitely, um, you, know, the, you know, the proclaiming of the gospel, miracle signs and wonders, they yeah. can, you know, see that and turn their hearts to the Lord. We've seen it time and time again yeah. over, over the years. But also, I think one thing that unbelievers do and they point their fingers at the church and the world is yeah, that right. we they they say you know we're not you know we, we don't love and we don't you know the, you know the 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 disciples are not like jesus they say like you know they see right. they see the grumbling and the complaining and they see the you that's know right. people doing all these different things right. that do not reflect the kingdom of god and so i think in this time and in this hour what we really yeah. really need along with the gifts of the spirit and all the supernatural manifestations yeah. along is with, yeah. along, along with, with together we yeah. need love joy peace patience you know so the yeah. world can see that how could you be peaceful in this yeah. time how could you love that individual yeah. when they did that to you how could you have joy when this is happening and that is happening That's and that right. will speak volumes to the world at large and jesus even said the world yeah. will know we're disciples by the love we have That's for each right. other. now see years ago and then right now i would have what i call the witness of the holy spirit all over my being right now. His presence mm-hmm. is like landing on me. There's lots of ways we have language, the glory realm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's resting on me right now. Yeah. And years ago, the Holy Spirit opened my ear and whispered to me and said, I will have a revival of kindness. Kindness Uh, is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And what a novel idea that there would be a revival of kindness. You know what? 
that would rattle the world. Absolutely. That the church would be kind. <laughs> it's so good. Jesus is so faithful. No, so really, beautiful. really, really. No, no, no. Let's, I know we're going to run out of time. But what a novel idea that the mm. church wouldn't just be tolerant that we would actually be kind and we would be known for mercy and kindness. And that is a dimension of compassion. Mm. And that's where healing comes. Mm -hmm. And I believe that when we realize that kindness is supernatural, and that is a part of tapping in, Mm-hmm. to a feeler realm of God's heart yeah. and letting God's heart of kindness flow through us towards people who have ideologies that are very different from ours. Oh, wow. And instead of throwing stones and building walls against people that we act in the opposite spirit that's called the Sermon on the Mount. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think then our message with truth will be heard and the signs and wonders can flow. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we are walking like Jesus. Yeah. And there will be a revival of kindness. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. I love that. I feel that. I was reading the Sermon on the Mount the other day, and I was just being pierced to my core like, Jesus, this is impossible. Yeah. This is impossible in the natural, um, in, in the flesh, but this is supernatural. Like, I can do it through you. Like, it's, you know, you want right. to manifest through us as as believers in this way. And, you know, so many people, if they if they uh, discredit themselves or disqualify themselves from it, they'll never experience it. I've heard so many people say, oh, yeah, they read the Sermon on the Mount. Well, how can I love my enemy like that? Or how can yeah. I? Oh, I'm right. not. You know, my nature isn't this or my nature isn't that or whatever. No, your nature is the divine nature of God. You become a partaker of the divine nature. And maybe in your natural abilities, you're not able to, you know, operate that way. But, you know, Christianity is impossible. We need the help of the Holy Spirit flowing through but, us, manifesting but, his nature. But that's the reality. It's yes. supernatural. Yes. And so, no, you can't. Yeah. But in Christ, all things are possible. And so then you tap into, so the subtitle of this book, The Feeler, is Discovery, How Sensitivity Helps You Discern and Act on God's Voice. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to say to the audience out there, that you can tap into a supernatural, natural way that is higher. God's thoughts are not our thoughts, but they can be. Yeah. God's ways are not our ways, but they can be. And the fruit of the Spirit is not our nature, but it can be. Just like the gifts of the Spirit are not earned their gifts. Mm -hmm. I just want to say what I'm presenting in this new book isn't something so way out there that it's for an elite crowd only. It's for you. 
Yeah. It's for the hungry. It's for whosoever wants to grow mm-hmm. and learn to take the more practice lesson, to learn to discern good and evil and be a burden bearer, discern atmospheres, and even learn to flow in another dimension in the power of God. So, hey, thank you for this opportunity to be on your broadcast because I mm. what a believe joy. in what you're doing. Amen. I believe in what you're doing. Thank you. And every time I talk to you, I'm just, I'm grateful. Every time I talk to you, it always, you always just touch on what the Lord's saying. I sense the anointing. I, I feel God's heart in what you're saying. And I love um, that you shared with us about the revival of kindness and the gifts of the spirit yeah. and how people can become whole so that they could manifest this God-given ability to feel, hear, see, smell, use the senses God has given them. It's so important that we um, experience completeness in Christ and then also really feel his heart and manifest the fruits of the spirit. And so awesome. Thank you so much. What a, what an awesome show. Yeah. Um uh, man, I would love to, you know what? I'm feeling this in my heart. Can you, I know you exhorted yeah. everybody at the end, but can we just take huh? a few minutes to just pray and release that sure. on the people? I would just love that in that way. Yeah. Amen. Hey father, we're so grateful for the hour in which we live. We know that these are perilous times, Yeah, but we know that we have also been chosen for these days. So I'm going to pray read at the end of every chapter. I open each chapter with a scripture and I end each chapter of the book with what I call a prayer of a passionate heart. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to close this with the last prayer from the 12th chapter, prayer of a passionate heart. Father, I'm amazed at your ways. And I purpose to unite myself with your people as you lead. I'm grateful for all the streams and tributaries that you're joining together into a mighty river of life in this day. And I pray to know and flow in that river of your presence and power. I give you the glory. Send your spirit more powerfully. For Jesus Christ's sake, as I offer thanksgiving and praise in his mighty name. And I say right now over this audience, I say, this is not for someone else. This is for you. This is for you. This is for you. You are growing in sensitivity. Your heart is not being hardened. In fact, right now, the finger of God is touching your heart, and your heart is being softened and sensitized so that you can walk in greater union with God's heart. Mm. So may the compassion of the Lord Jesus Christ come upon you, erupt through you, and flow through you, and may a revival of kindness touch you and your family for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen and amen. 
Amen. I receive that. I um, definitely receive something from this show myself, and I am challenged anew. And so thank you, James, for joining me and pouring yeah. out like you always do and for faithfully releasing resources and teachings that cause the body of Christ to grow into the fullness of Jesus. Amen. Great to be with you. <laughs> for those who are listening, thank you so much for subscribing. Make sure to rate and review this podcast so we can get it out to more people. And also, James, really quick, how do how do people connect with your ministry? I'm going to put the website link inside yeah. of the information, but tell them how they can connect and anything yeah. else about your ministry. Yeah, thank you. I also have a uh, podcast that I uh, release every week called uh, God Encounters Today Podcast through the Charisma Podcast Network. It goes out on Tuesdays. And uh, I also do an insight um, program with my youngest daughter, Rachel. It goes out on Thursdays at 2 o'clock Central Time on uh, Facebook, 3 o'clock on YouTube. And then, of course, it's available at all times in replay. Send out a blog on Monday to e-blast every content every Thursday as well. So I've got multiple portals with webinars and online classes, and you simply go to jamesgoll.com or godencounters.com, and you can sign up there and uh, for the many different resources that we have available. And it's just a joy and an honor to be able to come into your home and to come into your life because you are giving to us your greatest gift, which is your time and your presence. Awesome. Awesome. I highly recommend tapping into that, getting a copy of The Feeler. And so thank you so much for those who are listening right now. Make sure to subscribe, rate, review the podcast. We can get it out to more people so they could be awakened by the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Awesome having amazing people on the show like James Gall, teachings and several other shows come out twice a week. And so thank you so much for tuning in, for being a faithful listener. And I'll speak to you guys next time on Awakened Podcast. Hello, everybody. Michael Lombardo here. Let me tell you about this amazing online store, The Hope Filled Journey. Um, you definitely want to check that out today. Michelle and Renee Torres, they started up an online store in obedience to the Holy Spirit in the midst of a crazy year, full-time jobs, raising four small children. They stepped out in faith, and God is honoring it every step of the way. It's www.thehopefilledjourney.com. This is where you'll find extraordinary products, clothes, fashion accessories, jewelry and more you'll be able to find amazing clothes for spring handmade jewelry their goal is to inspire faith through through their product line as well as high quality in all they do and produce check it out it's the hopefilledjourney.com and also if you today if you go well you got a promo code awaken promo code awaken if you go to the website you can get 25 percent off of all full priced items and all orders over $60 will ship free. And so that's 25% off today, all full price items, and any orders, $60 or more, will ship free. And so make sure to go to the website, that is www.thehopefilledjourney.com, and make sure to use promo code AWAKEN.